Nah, I've been smoking. You've been smoking. We've been smoking all day. I be smoking. You've been smoking. We've been smoking all day. You be smoking. She be smoking. He be all smoking right. all day. Blowing kush. It ain't face from overseas to the USA. I got that blueberry, raspberry, <laughs> Three, and we keep that juicy fruit. Action. What's up, everybody? How's it going? It's Tony Tone coming at you. It's episode six of, and welcome to Snurbage colon the podcast. Um, I'm your host, Tony Tone, and the opening music that you just heard was from uh, a rapper named Young Stone, who's a buddy of mine. And uh, he was nice enough to let me use his song, I Be Smokin', for our little, our little podcast here. It's kind of nice. So, yeah. How's everybody doing? It's still October. It's still Halloween. I'm going to take my levels down just a little bit here because I'm getting a little bit of feedback. Can I do that? I'm going to go right there with it. Okay, so I got a lot of stuff to talk about today, and a lot of it's just like cool stuff that I've been kind of been coming. I've been kind of just it's been coming at me and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, it's it's still Halloween and everything, and it's still fall. And if you listen to my last podcast, you would know that ah, I fucking love fall. It's just so nice, man. It's just so nice the the leaves falling and you know changing and then falling and the rain and like right now like we're getting hit with rain a lot and so and I love rain. So it's cool. It's cool. I'm like I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So today we are smoking the Hingle McCringleberry is what it's called. The Hingle McCringleberry. And I'm pretty sure that that is a key and peel like character. Uh like like the the football dude that like kept like pelvic thrusting and shit like that and you get like personal fouls or unsportsmanlike conduct or something for pelvic thrusting in the end zone and shit. It's funny. You should, you should check that out. But yeah, this is stuff is called the Hingle McCringleberry and we're going to smoke some right now. Smoke some with me, you know, let's smoke, let's smoke some weed together about it. It's good times. That last stuff that I smoked, the Bram Smokers, thank you. Look, that stuff, like, I feel like had effects on me, man. <laughs> like, for real, dude. Like, I, I smoked some of that shit, and I walked into a bathroom, and I was like, why does it smell like shit in here? I was like, um, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why does it smell like shit in here? Uh, yeah. I was bartending and stuff, and, like, I couldn't remember this one chick's drink to save my fucking life, and I was like, oh, that stuff's like... <coughs> Way too good. This stuff's pretty fucking tasty. Hingle McCringleberry. Makes me want a pelvic thrust. Pelvic thrust in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Good times. Noodle salad. So I need to, like... Um, I, 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 I buzzed my head again. It was another one of those, like, here's your sign moments and stuff like that. But I went to work, and one of the girls I work with was like, did you shave your head? I'm like, no, it just falls out once a month. You know, like, yeah, I shaved my head, man. I was starting to look too approachable, you know, (laughs) with hair. You know, I keep it, I keep it nice and cut down. I keep it nice and, like, bald and stuff like that, man. And it seems like people don't really approach me that much anymore. And... As the older I get, the better that is sometimes. I'm catching a lot of fucking stupid-ass punks trying to come in and buy their buy their significant other who's not 21 a fucking drink and stuff and just catching all these people and stuff, and they don't really... Nobody really gives me any hell, so yeah, keep it, keep it down, keep it tight. But no, like, I, you know, honestly, you know... Well, I'm going to share this. I hope everybody's proud of me. hope you're proud of me. This last week, I work at a bowling alley, right? And we have bowling leagues that happen. Well, it came to my attention last year that 
one of the guys that bowls on one of these bowling teams is the none other than the very person that made my life a living hell for like seven years, man. Like almost all of K through like seven or eight, you know, like he, he, he was not a nice person to me when I was a kid. And it, and it, it did a lot of, you know, I was bullied, man. I was bullied and beat up and all sorts of shit. Um, and you know, when I, when I found out that he was working, not working, bowling at my job, Like I had like a little mini panic attack that first night and everything, but you know, I've slowly come to grips with it, you know, that I have to see this guy every week and my hatred stewed for him still. When I saw him, it was just like, Oh wow, man, <laughs> you know, this is, this isn't cool, dude. You know, this is my fucking place of work. You know, I got to come here and look at your fucking ass, but you know, He's never given me a sour look. He won't look me in the fucking eye, man. And maybe it's because he's significantly a lot littler than I am. You know, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe I'm just that intimidating, unapproachable, right? You know, and maybe he's like, wow, man, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have fucked with that guy back in those days and stuff. Cause I look like I would eat a person sometimes, you know, kind of rough looking sometimes. I'm not saying I'm ugly. I'm a very handsome gent. But, you know, I got the bald head and that fucking goatee and stuff that comes down a little bit. And I'm like, you know, 6'3". You know, I don't know. Everybody's littler than me. But I don't know. So something I've been trying to be more zen about things and not so bitter and jaded. Because that shit creeps up on you sometimes, you know. And so, I've just been trying to, like, accept, you know, the world as it comes to me, as it, as it unfolds, you know, and just, just working with it and not against it, you know, even, you know, even in the bad times, you just got to work through it, you know, but I'm just so sick and tired of hate and negative feelings and stuff like that, and so... This last, what was it, Thursday, I said his name. I made contact. I just said his name and took him a couple times. It was loud in there to come to hear me, but he came over to me and I was like, hey, man, how's it going? And he reached out to shake my hand, you know, and I just we bullshitted for a couple minutes, you know, and, you know, I, I heard that his dad died. So, you know, some years back, like probably 10 years ago or something now, but uh, I just told him, you know, I'm sorry. It sucks. I heard about your dad, man, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, ah, he knew he was going, my mom's going to go here soon too. And shit. He's like, shit happens. It sucks. But you know, you know, my mom died some years back. So, you know, I don't know. It was just, I just said, you know, it's nice seeing you, man. We should hang out. And I know I got a Jadar on me, man. I know when I, I can tell a pothead when I'm around one. And that guy's a fucking pothead. And so I was like, hey, man, you know, you ever want to fucking, you want to burn one down? Let me know. You know, it's like, it's good seeing you. And he fist bumped me or whatever the fuck at the end. And, and that was it, you know, and it lasted maybe all of, you know, a minute, two minutes, but. I made I made that that is a big step for me, you know. That was a big step for me. So cheers, folks. Whether it goes anywhere or not, I'm, you know, I don't know. But it was very weird, very interesting, from a personal, but also a like sociological type look. It was weird. It was weird, but it was interesting. Yeah, but yeah, I'm going to take another one for that. Fuck. Baby steps, right? <coughs> oh. So, I got a complaint. 
I got a bitch and a complaint about something. I'm a big Damian Marley fan. I like Damian Marley. I've liked Damian Marley. I fucking, the first time that I ever even knew that that guy existed, Damian Marley is the the youngest of the Marley sons. Um, Bob Marley's kid. Uh, so, back in like 2004 or five, I was over at a friend's house and they were watching that fucking show being Bobby Brown which was like a reality show around Whitney and Bobby and shit. Bobby, Bobby, why isn't the TV on, baby? You know we smoked that TV last week. <laughs> uh, but um, so there was this one episode where they're like sitting there and like the whole time they're trying to be all like weird and hush hush about it. But Bobby's trying to tell Whitney, we need to get some weed. Like we need to get some fucking weed. And then finally, after one of the times where he's like, we, we need to get some weed, man. We need to get some weed. All of a sudden, it's like smash cut to fucking <laughs> 30 minutes later at, at Bob Marley Studios, you know, and and they're sitting there and he's asked to do a song with Damian Marley. And so he does it. But there's uh, I, I just see Damian Marley and everything. And I'm like, who is this guy? Like, I've never even heard of this guy. And so I went online and that was like right, right when Jamrock came out, like right when they first dropped the fucking single and shit. And I fucking loved it. And I just thought he was awesome. And I actually, I didn't meet Damian Marley, but we we connected. It was weird. Okay, so this is, this is a fucked up story. So I'm in uh, Lawrence, Kansas. And, uh, and my sister and I that night were going to go to a Damian Marley show that was at the fucking State Theater. Yeah, it wasn't the Granada. It was at the State Theater, I think, or Orpheum Theater. I don't fucking remember. Uh, State Theater, I think. But anyways, so it's like February or something. It's cold outside. But we're downtown doing shopping. This is back when shopping was still a thing, you know, in stores and stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know how Lawrence is these days, but they had a really cool little fucking downtown down there, man. Um so we're we're walking around and I'm outside smoking a cigarette. My sister's inside the fucking I don't know. She's shopping, and we are right across the street from the theater that we're going to go to the Damian Marley show uh, that night. And I see a tour bus pull up like a block down and go into the alley. And it's like fucking one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon. The show's not till like you know seven or eight. And um, and so I was like, well, that's interesting. You know, so I finished my smoke and, and my sister's taking a while. So I told her I'm going to fucking go look around a little bit. And so I end up walking, you know, it's a few minutes and I end up walking past this, the theater and I hear some drums inside, just hear something just off, you know, just in the, in the fucking background back there, you know? And so just be, me being fucking me, I decide, well, fuck it. I'm going to try this door right here. No, sure shit. The fucking door just opens right on up. And I'm like, oh, and there's nobody in there in like the lobby. So I fucking just hop. I'm fucking just walking on in, you know, jamming to my own groove. All of a sudden, I come to the theater and there's one guy at the soundboard, which is like probably mid midway through. Uh, look, you know, where the crowd would be and stuff. There's one guy at the soundboard and then there's Damian Marley up on the fucking stage in like a huge winter parka, like with the fur around the hood and shit, like huge, look like a bloated fucking tick in this thing. But I saw those dreads and shit and everything. And, and they rolled through, like they were sound checking and they rolled through like two or three songs. And I just stood there and I just listened and watched. And I thought that was awesome. And all of a sudden they get done with, with one of the songs and, and, uh, you know, and they just burn through like maybe a minute of each song. So maybe I was, might, might've been standing there listening to like three different songs over the course of like five minutes, you know, um, just doing sound checks and shit. And all of a sudden he looks at the, at the, the soundboard guy. He's like, how's that sound? And the guy's, you know, fucking gives the thumbs, thumbs up. Then he points to me and he's like, how's that sound back there? All of a sudden everybody looks at me. And all of a sudden, there's like five people I didn't even know that like are all looking at me and shit like that. I'm like, sounds good, bro. And then they all like came up to me and like, who are you? I'm like, oh, I was looking for tickets, you know, fucking oops. 
But hey, it was cool. It was a special moment. Damian Marley spoke to me, and I got to tell him, hey, you sound awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck yeah, man. Damian Marley's a shit. Um, so I'm over at my buddy's house. And this is my point right here. This is what I was getting at in the first place. I'm over at my buddy's house, and he loves Damian Marley, too. And he goes online, and you look online, you type in best of Damian Marley, and you will find like four or five videos, four or five of these fucking things that are like 18 songs long, a full album that you can watch or listen to on YouTube. And there's like two jam rocks, three road designs, one of them with without Nas. <laughs> not really one of them is like road to zion featuring nas and the next one is just road to zion then the next one down at the bottom road to zion featuring Nas. there's like they double and triple up like a few different fucking songs dude and it's like reggae vivo or something or reggae uh reggae music you know like big you know millions of views man on this channel and on these fucking videos and shit. And there's like five of them. They're all schlepping the same fucking playlist, man. And some, I'm not saying that they're not good songs, but why am I hearing three road designs, two fucking jam rocks? You know, like what the fuck is this shit, man? Like you need to, and why are, why is this millions of people are listening to this? You have the opportunity to fucking make an awesome fucking Damien Marley list. So I did that. <laughs> Cause fuck that goddamn list, man. Fuck that list, ninja. Um, so I'm going to do two top ten lists today. And this is my first one. Top ten Damian Marley songs besides Jam Rock and Road to Zion. Um, I love Jam Rock. This is the song that got me on to fucking Damian Marley. Awesome. Fucking Road to Zion is amazing. Him and Nas battling out on that is fucking great. Love it. Um, but these are the ones that I would choose to put on there. Kingston 12. Is the first one. Check these songs out, dude. They're fucking amazing. Um, Welcome to Harlem. There's like a, a remix of Welcome to Jamrock, but it's a girl who's um, who's singing with it and stuff like that. And it sounds amazing. It's called Welcome to Harlem. Uh, there's a song called More Justice. That's on Halfway Tree. That's an amazing album. Still Searching. That's on Half Halfway Tree, too. That's got Steven on it and shit. Uh, Confrontation. The first song off of Jam Rock, uh, and that's when I saw him live that night. You know, because I and I was front row. I got pictures. I was front row, man. I could fucking swat his dreadlocks with my hand and shit. Um, but you know, they came out and it's like, check out Confrontation and think about how that would play in a fucking club atmosphere and shit. It was nuts, dude. Like a a dance hall type atmosphere, man. It was crazy. And, and I thought it was amazing. Like there's one guy on stage with him that the entire show, his entire job, that show is to sit there and wave this gigantic Jamaican flag. And he is shredded. You know, he looks like Rambo, Rambo two and shit like that, dude, you know, like fucking just shredded out. And yeah. So, Fucking hey, that guy's got an awesome job, <laughs> you know. Hell yeah, man, that guy's not gonna die forever. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta do something about this. One second, can I still? Okay, cool. I'm still going strong. So, um, confrontation. The master has come back. I actually have a tattoo. I actually have a tattoo of uh of one of the song lyrics from the master has come back and I'm not going to tell you what lyric it is yet, but yeah, I have a tattoo from the master has come back. That is an amazing fucking Damien Marley song and stuff. God damn it. Sorry. I'm screwing up here. Yeah. I can still hear myself. Okay. So then there's a song in there called move. That is basically like a remix on Bob Marley's Exodus and stuff, but it's really fucking down and dirty, like awesome fucking shit. And then uh, Hey Girl, God, dude, if I was playing so much, like, you know, when you DJ in a club and stuff like that, and I've done that a few different places, um, you know, you have to play a lot of shit you don't like, <laughs> you know, and that's how it is. But man, 
if they're in a dancing mood and I just wanted to put on something that was fucking that I liked that they would like too, and they might not have necessarily heard it and it's really fucking great. Hey girl, uh, by Damien Marley. That's off the jam rock album. That's an amazing, just like you want your girl to dance. Hey girl, will make her dance, dude. Um, super heavy from the band, super heavy. It was like fucking Damian Marley and Mick Jagger and like a bunch of people and shit. It's interesting, but I really like that song. Super Heavy is really cool. And then uh, Nail Pong Cross, they should have that on there too, man. Like that's that was an amazing, check out Nail Pong Cross. Uh, yeah, so those are my top 10 fucking Damian Marley songs besides Jam Rock and Road to Zion that should have been, you know, they could have been incorporated into this best of bullish that they have that they're schlepping on youtube as as you know a good collection fuck that shit homes fuck that shit my buddy and i were talking the other day about lebron james and you know fuck man it's getting to be almost fucking 20 years since he started playing basketball uh for the nba because yeah, he graduated the same year I did, so it was it was all over when I was graduating and stuff. That this kid was coming up and everything, and he's the next Jordan and shit. And uh, you know, I was just thinking about like, God, dude, could you imagine? Like he, you know, like I don't even know what the number is, but I'm gonna say it was something obscene, like twenty to sixty million dollars or something like that, right off the bat, right out of high school, man. Could you imagine having that kind of fucking money? Right out of high school? Jesus Christ. I would have fucked the world. And you can interpret that any way you want. <laughs> it would have... I, I would have left such a fucking, like, fucking mark on this planet, dude. Oh, my God. Maybe in good ways, maybe in bad ways. I don't know, man. I don't know what 18-year-old Tony would have done with fucking like 20 million dollars good lord my god i could just look you know i could just imagine i just imagine what i would have done with that because i was like that was in my like hippie quote-unquote hippie phase and stuff like that but i really wasn't a hippie because i don't know i just like their music and their weed and some of their hallucinogens you know I wasn't really into like, you know, my name is Rainbow and I eat nothing but my own fecal matter, but it's broken down and composted. And, then, you know, we, 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 you know, people that don't, you know, they can't eat a cheeseburger and especially they can't eat a cheeseburger if they don't know like what the cow's name was and if it was, you know, grass fat, you know, like, uh, it just never, I you know, I get it, and I'm I'm all about it, and I'm sure someday I'll want to start doing that and everything, maybe. But I don't know, man. I should, <laughs> I should, but it's just one of those things that never really clicked and stuff. And like the true hippies, some of them were very interesting people, and the, and like the, the true ones, they didn't like me. I don't know, they just never really, I didn't fit into that mold. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure you know what I'm saying. I don't fit into a lot of molds. I'm very, I'm very unique. <laughs> I'm very unique. Not like uh, in an egotistical way either. You know, I wish I fit into more molds sometimes, man. It's crazy. Crazy shit. I'm going to fucking, you know, like, okay. So it's Halloween time, right? You know, and you're allowed, you know, everybody's allowed to like certain things and all that shit and everything. But like the one thing about Halloween time that really grates on me, man, is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I was in a relationship with a with a very nice girl. Actually, I met her at a Rocky Horror Picture Show, like live, like theater production of it that my friend took me to so I could meet this girl. Like that was our first, you know, like official meeting kind of, you know, Hey, I'm going to fucking, you know, introduce you to this girl. It's up to you, man. I'm like, okay. You know, so I had to go to this and then I went to it again, the same production of it again, uh, um, because she was in it 
but then I went to like a couple different like theater screenings of it where there was a bunch of people doing a bunch of shit and it was cool, you know, like the audience participation and everything, but I just don't dig musicals, man. It's like, just, just get on with it. Why do you guys sing about everything? Why, you know, you're just going down to the store for a loaf of bread. You don't need to sing about it. Move on as you were continue down the fucking road you don't have to say hi to the mailman you know and it's just like just just get there man just get your loaf of bread and let's keep this fucking story moving you know that, yeah that's why I just, I just can't dig on musicals and the rocky order picture show dude uh it's it just i was subjected to it so much and I don't think, but but it was never one of those things that I got burnt out on, like because I liked it at first. No, I didn't like it at all. I just thought I thought it was annoying from from the get, like from the jump, dude. I thought that shit was annoying, and you know, love you to death. Even if you like, you know, I'm not banging on anybody loving the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You can love the hell out of it and have fun with it, and be weird with it, and I'm happy for you good for you i just wow i gave that shit a chance man <laughs> you know i gave it a shot and i just I, I can't get into those like a lot of those musicals man just get on with it already you know just get on with it already sorry a little bit of a tangent there but hey happy halloween <laughs> uh i just want to take this opportunity to say that the new uh, the Batman movie with Robert Pattinson, you know, there's a lot of there, there's you know, there's a lot of stuff about it, but then again, not a lot of people are talking about it because it's just I don't know, man. We're all just waiting, and I'm just waiting, and I honestly think Pat's gonna fucking do it, man. I think Robert Pattinson's gonna fucking I think he's gonna blow a lot of people away, just like Michael Keaton blew a lot of people away back in '89. So. I'm not a huge fan of Paul Dano, who's playing the Riddler. I he was in like There Will Be Blood and stuff, and I just I don't know, man. He overacts sometimes, and the the stigma of Batman villains since Ledger and Nicholson has been everybody wants to be the next that. Everybody wants to be the new that, you know, and the Joker's been done to death so far. And plus we got the Joaquin Phoenix uh, doing it and stuff like that. But um, so the Riddler, you know, yeah, serial killer, fucking all that shit. I hope it's great. Hope it's amazing. I hope it's it's amazing. I hope Robert Pattinson just like fucking turns it on Uh you know, and brings about a Batman that I can say compares to Michael Keaton's Batman. Speaking of fucking which, the Flash trailer came out. A little tiny Flash trailer came out, dude, for the new Flash movie. And Michael fucking Keaton is doing the voiceover in it. And then you see him from the back as the Batman. And it's our Batman suit. And it's the ears. And it's in the Batcave at Wayne Manor. And you know, like, I am just, it's going to let me down so bad. <laughs> like, so fucking bad, dude. I just have this feeling like I'm going to walk out of that shit. Just like I walked out of fucking The Last Jedi after fucking... Luke Skywalker just sucked in that movie. Just his character that was waiting for it, man. I waited through all of fucking the, the, the force awakens to see fucking Luke. And then at the end, it's just him. And it's this amazing moment. It's like this amazing ending. And I was just like, yes, but no cliff hang me. You motherfuckers. But then, it came out. The next one came out, and I was I, I waited fucking like two and a half years to know what the fuck he's gonna say to this chick, and if he's gonna you know what he's gonna, he's gonna grab the lightsaber and cut her fucking head off. I don't know, you know, like I don't fucking know. He can do anything, anything, anything. But um, uh, I, I, oh man, 
the, 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 he, he grabbed it and he threw it over the fucking ledge and then he called it a laser sword and and he sucked at the end. He wasn't even there. He was he pussed out on the mountaintop when he could have just gone down there and fought Kylo Ren while everybody else escaped and put up your fucking light sword and fucking let him Obi Wan Kenobi you man go out like a fucking man <laughs> fuck that shit. Go out like a goddamn man, Luke. That sucked. And thank you, John Favreau, for bringing back a semi-fucking-bringing me some sort of a saving grace when it comes to fucking Luke Skywalker. But anyways, I digress. Michael Keaton, back as Batman. Like, Michael Keaton is an amazing fucking actor. Amazing. And I cannot fucking wait for this. And I just really hope that it is fucking amazing. And that they do my Batman justice. Justice. You know? Fuck, man. And they got the Spider-Man movie coming out with, like, Dr. Octopus and possibly some other spider people. And, and you know, maybe even, like, Willem Dafoe, fucking green, uh, 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 green Goblin shit. You know? I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore you know and 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 i can't spoil venom too but you know like if that ever fucking co cohabitates with the spider-man movie and shit like oh my god it's just also multiversal and confusing but exciting but i'm still sweating like god dude i just hope it doesn't suck so they don't suck don't Suck. You want to know what doesn't suck? Mount Westmore. I fucking, my buddy fucking, he's like, have you seen this Mount Westmore? And I'd seen something like Snoop Dogg had done something like this video or something like that. And I fucking, I didn't watch it though. Uh, My buddy's like, have you watched this Mount Westmore video for like, it's like drop that bass or super bass or something. I can't even fucking remember. What does it say? It doesn't even say. I don't even have it on here. Hold on. Let me look it up. But it's this amazing fucking old school big subwoofer. Big subwoofer by Mount Westmore. And it's this amazing fucking like old school like rap gang of fucking you got Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, E40 and Too Short and it's like an old school booty bounce song, you know? And it's and it's amazing. And it's just it, the video is is fun. Let's go to Snoopiter where the bitches is blue and shit. And they got girls up there with like the the total recall three titty thing going on and everything and and it's just but they're like they're just having a fucking great time and it's just like I've been listening to so much like NF and Dax and, and, and like, you know, serious fucking shit, you know, people that are rapping serious shit and even Eminem, he's just intense, but these guys just like toss it all back and just like, let's just make a straight up like late nineties fucking booty bounce, like bitches and cars fucking video. And it's amazing. And they're aliens. So, you know, they're having a good time. All the all the girls because they went to Snoopiter where their bitches is blue, so it's amazing. My wife was not impressed. She was just like, "Yeah, that wasn't great," <laughs> you know. But I I just think it's like old school fun. Like the video is fun. It's all just just you know. It's like it's all it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Don't take it too seriously, dude. <laughs> you know. Just don't take it too seriously. Mount Westmore, fucking uh, big subwoofer, fucking a dude. Mount Westmore. But then I actually, my wife and I went on a, I went on a road trip to a different town one day. And I, uh, I put on this song called sailing on by, uh, a band called the Derek trucks band. And, uh, Derek trucks is the nephew of butch trucks who was in the Allman brothers band. And so Derek, uh, I think he played with the Allman Brothers and stuff like that for a little while, but then he formed this thing called the Derek Trucks Band. And there was a song that I had on a Relic CD from a long time ago, and it was um, uh, Sailing On is what it was called. And I put it on, and my wife really, really dug it and stuff. And 
so I've been kind of digging into it and stuff like that. Um, and so after I, I showed my wife the the big subwoofer, big subwoofer. Um, I showed her this song from Derek Truck's band uh, called um, oh, God Damn It, Down Don't Bother Me. Really fucking great song, dude. Um, but that was, you know, that was not even it. Like, that's a really good, that's kind of like their, their video, their single on YouTube and stuff. And it's a really, really awesome song. Like it's super just, I really love this guy's voice and I love, uh, Derek trucks on a slide guitar on a Gibson SG. I got a Gibson SG. And so fucking a Derek. Um, but yeah, man, like I kind of dove into this guy, into this stuff and started listening to some of their albums and some of their live stuff. And, and, you know, if you just look at right up, uh, Derek trucks band on YouTube, you'll find like, there's a live song called, um, I'd rather be, um, blind, broken and crazy. Rather be blind. Oh, blind, crippled and crazy. Uh, and it's, it's a really fucking, I mean, it's just like this really cool, like jazzy bluesy eclectic kind of shit. And it's just, Rather be blind, crippled, and crazy. Somewhere, somewhere, to push another daisies. You know, I don't know, dude. It's just fun. Good shit. I've been digging it a lot, man. I've been listening to it a lot. And and it's just, it's nice when you find that that music, you know, something new out there that, that your brain can kind of take a journey through and everything. Because most of the time I just listen to stuff that I've already listened to, and and I don't travel outside, you know, that too often. I try to, but there's just so much. There's just so much out there. I don't even know what to, you know, don't even know what to fucking look for. Don't even know what to do. So yeah, you go down the YouTube rabbit's hole, or you go down the the Spotify or Pandora fucking rabbit hole of music when you put stuff on, and yeah. Sometimes you find some cool shit, but that was just, Hey, I had this, that it was on my, that was on my computer forever. And Hey, I put it on my phone and pl- played it on the fucking road trip. And my wife was like, Hey, this is fucking cool. And I'm like, fucking, Hey, it is bro. Fucking, Hey, it is. So yeah, man. Hingle McCringleberry is what we're smoking today on Snurbage colon the podcast my wife mentioned to me that there's like there's not a colon it's some variations of it that i put online i don't use a colon and i'm like i don't care i like saying it <laughs> snurbage colon the podcast but yeah snurbage the podcast thanks for watching this yeah uh, and if you uh if you're growing your own, you know, or, or, you know, you have something that you want me to try from your dispensary or something, just let me know. And, you know, we can, we can, we can make some, make some wheels turn here. It's a fun little thing. I've had a lot of compliments and it's been nice that some people are enjoying it because yeah, let's, let's just smoke a little weed together and have, and hang out, you know, that's what it's all about. Little relationships, man. I posted something online about how relationships are just, they're just beyond me. Like, I've been married for so long, and but yet I see all these other people's problems and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, my, you know, marriage is perfect by any means, you know, but it just doesn't seem like we have the, this, you know, the same dramatic amount of problems that other people have, you know, um, you know, we trust each other implicitly, you know, and if that's even how I use that, if I use that word correctly, we trust each other a lot, (laughs) trust her a lot. Yes, I do. But yeah, um, you know, I just, I couldn't imagine throwing away the friendship that I have with my wife and the relationship that we have on some chick I barely know, you know, or anything like, it's just, it's just beyond me. It's beyond my capability. I, I, 
we're so much a part of each other. I feel, I feel, I don't know. I think my wife feels that too. She's not here, but, um, yeah, man, like it's just everybody, you know, like there's just so many problems and I just wish that people would, a lot of it that I see stems from alcohol, like, holy crap, man. Like there's a lot of alcohol problems in families and stuff. And I just wish that everybody would just calm the fuck down, put down the drink and just pick up a fucking joint. If you really just want to catch a buzz, you know, just do that. You know, catch a little buzz and it doesn't have to be, you know, and that's the thing is like people, it's so weird how everybody's so different because you have people out there that are like, oh, if I, you know, if I stick to beer, I'm good. And you see that, like if they drink beer, they're just like, a, you know, they're just drunk and they're happy and they're drunk. They're like, oh, but don't get me on like tequila. As like, and then you see them on tequila and they're just like a fucking madman of aggression, you know, and like just like bad, evil drunk. And it's like that, like that doesn't happen to me. If I get drunk, I just get drunk, you know, like that. I get happy and like I'll have you like in a headlock going, I love you, little fucker. I love you, you know. And, uh, you know, but I, I, I just, I love everybody mostly unless I really don't like you. And then, that's when like I can't get drunk at like work functions like I can't drink at work functions because I have no filter when I'm drunk I'll walk up to anybody and be like yeah you can go fuck yourself bro you know or something and that's why I don't drink at like all pretty much but especially at work functions don't do that try to stay uh or just at work in general you know like if I I just won't I'm not just gonna go to the to my bar and get drunk <laughs> you know like it's not that's not a good idea because there's a lot of people in there that you know yeah you might not be able to hold your tongue if you're too wasted and i don't even want to take the chance you know and that's the thing is like there's a lot of a lot of my life is like like let's look at the let's look at the precursors here you know like let's look at you know Let's try to let's try to think of this a couple steps ahead. See what kind of outcomes could come from this and stuff like that. And I've been doing that for a lot of things since my like accident when I was a teenager, you know, because I almost died, and and so yeah, I don't want to I don't want to die like that again, you know. <coughs> if a uh, if a doctor ever told me I had like six months to live at this point in my life, I mean, it, it would suck and I'd be really terrified and I'm pretty sure I'd go through all the stages of, you know, death, grief and stuff. Um, but I think eventually I would come to the conclusion that, you know, I lived a pretty fucking cool life. You know, I really, I really did. I met a lot of really awesome people and a lot of people that shaped who I am. And if I could thank each and every one of them, I would, you know, even the ones that didn't might not have ended amicably or, you know, all the girlfriends, you know, I don't regard any of them as bitches or anything like that. Like, I think that they're all, they all hold a very, a very big place in who I am because I learned things from each of them and I learned a lot of things from my mistakes, you know, and not, uh, and just, you know, not being a good, you know, I never hit any of them or anything like that. Or, you know, it was just, you know, how I wasn't as good of a boyfriend or counterpart or significant other as I could have been, you know, that's pretty much it. But yeah, I learned a lot from a lot of people, good and bad. And I've had a really cool life. I've seen a lot of, I've seen both the oceans. Um, you know, I've never been out of the country, but I've been around the country and I've been to New York. I've been to LA. Um, you know, I have a pretty, I have a pretty extensive, you know, you know, I've, I've made a documentary. I've, uh, put on, uh, uh, three day fucking, uh, musicians 
festival and stuff. Um, you know, I, I've made a movie and I can, you know, I've, I've played to, I've played my guitar to a lot of people, a lot of cheering people. I've made people laugh and stand up comedy. I've made four really good humans. I met and married a very good human. We have had really, really good animals through this entire time. You know, for the most part, they've all stayed with us and everything. Um, you know, lots of love there and everything. And made a pretty good little family and stuff. And I would hate leaving my kids, you know. If I got told I only had like six months to live or something, I, I, you know, I'd hate leaving my kids. But I would make sure that I left them, if I had that kind of time, you know, I'd make sure I left them with as much knowledge as I could. Because that's, that's really what it boils down to when it comes to my, my parents and, and I. My relationship with my parents is I just, you know, I always kind of trusted their knowledge. And I still trust their knowledge. My mom, that's one of the things that I miss about her is she didn't mince words, you know. She lets you know how it was. Sometimes you need that. My dad, too. My dad's a, a very good problem solver, too. And I just, I want to... I want to be that for my kids. So, but yeah, I love you guys, man. Thanks for listening. And thanks for, you know, hey, it's my, maybe it's my little, maybe it's my little, this is, this is Tony's therapy show. Where we're going to, we're going to lay on the couch with Tony now. <laughs> Hingle McCringleberry. He's going to do one more pelvic thrust if he does one more pelvic thrust. <laughs> Is my day off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Hingle McCringleberry. <coughs> So we're getting to, to kind of been some minutes now. Should probably about wrap this up, but yeah, check out uh, check out the the trailers for the Flash and the Batman and Spider Man, the newest one. Oh, so you know what I'm talking about? It's nuts. Fucking eighty nine Batman. Uh, you know, check out Derek Trucks Band. Derek Trucks Band's amazing. Check out the Damian Marley list. Oh yeah, I had one more list I wanted to fucking do. A top 10, the, these are my top 10 Halloween songs because it's almost Halloween, it's Halloween week. Ah, um, So yeah, I wanted to do my top 10 Halloween songs. And so yeah, you check these out, put them in a little playlist. I maybe I should make, make a playlist in my YouTube channel. Maybe I'll do that. I'll make a playlist in my YouTube channel of all of them. So you can, you can check them out below. Hopefully I get to that today. <laughs> Um, but yeah, top 10 Halloween songs. Um, and I'll do that for Damian Marley too. I'll find all those on YouTube and put them in a playlist and put them in our, our official Snurbage, the podcast, YouTube channel, playlists, put them in there. So top 10 Halloween songs for me, Tony 10. Okay. First one, Vampires by Godsmack. It's like an instrumental, but he has like, they have, uh, like the, like a voiceover from a, a documentary on vampires and stuff. And it's creepy, but it's cool. And it's like, they're actually nominated for a Grammy for that song. So is that right? Grammy? Yeah. Grammy. Um, next one is uh, pretty much my favorite David Bowie song because I really, it's, it's just, there's this bark in it. That's really weird. Like, Oh, 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 it's like, I know that sounded like yellows. Oh yeah, bow bow, but no, it's like this weird, like it's scary monsters and super creeps by David Bowie, and there's this like weird noise, and David Bowie's like fucking, he's weird, was weird, and uh, but there's this noise that he put in there that's really, it it, it is almost like unsettling to me, but and it's like a weird song about scary monsters. 
and shit. Oh, it's my Bowie impression. Um, so yeah, David Bowie, Scary Monsters and Super Creeps. Next one is Rob Zombie, House of a Thousand Corpses. The song, it's amazing. Like that's a really cool, like dark kind of just unsettling fucking song, man. It's but it's it's awesome. It's a great rock song too. So uh, the next one is the entire Crow like soundtrack and score. Like for real. If you have never listened to the entire Crow soundtrack and the score, you're really missing out. And I, you know, I, I'm kind of a score guy. Like I listen to scores from some movies because I really I I, I really listen to music. And my wife kind of chides on me sometimes, you know, you don't listen to the lyrics enough. And I'm like, I know, you know, I know. Um, and I should, but I, there's something about a really good score, man, that, you know, like, did you know that Mark Knopfler from Dire Straits, money for nothing, fucking, you know that he did the entire score for The Princess Bride? That's fucking amazing. Listen to that whole score. You hear him fucking back there plucking on his goddamn national. It's amazing, dude. It's awesome. So, yeah, I love that shit. Um, the Crow score and soundtrack. Soundtrack's got fucking, oh, God damn it, Rage Against the Machines on there. Stone Temple Pilots is on there. There's a lot of cool shit. The Cure. Um, yeah, lots of, what are they, The Curing? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the next one is, like, the funnest fucking, like, adult-themed Halloween song ever, Boogeyman by ICP. It's amazing. I fucking love it. Uh, don't let your kids listen to it if you don't, if they don't know those words. Um, the next one is uh, one of the all-time greats, Tom Waits, The Earth Died Screaming. You ever listen to The Earth Died Screaming? Listen to that fucking song today, The Earth Died Screaming. It's, like, creepy as fuck, and it's, it's Tom Waits at his fucking best. I love The Earth Died Screaming. Um... Next is another Rob Zombie song because it's just fucking it's it's Rob Zombie and he's like I think he's like the master of Halloween times I really do, um so Rob Zombie fucking Dracula of course it's Dracula Dracula man he used to play fucking twisted metal with the boys, uh up in uh, during high school and shit like that my 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 brothers my friends. Uh, the boys used to fucking play twisted metal with them. Fucking that was where I learned about Dragula and shit. It was amazing. Fucking Dragula, bitch. Take those off. Fucking those things are fucking with my ears today. Um, next one. If you ever seen the movie Twelve Monkeys, there's a show out there which is pretty good. Uh, but the movie is from Terry Gilliam, who did like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and The Fisher King. Um, oh, he's done a lot of fucking shit. Um, but he did a movie with Bruce Willis and Brad Pitt and Madeline Stowe called 12 Monkeys. And Terry Gilliam was actually a part of Monty Python. Um, he was Patsy in the Holy Grail and shit. He's a director and he's made a lot of really cool movies. Um, but yeah, one of them was, uh, 12 Monkeys and the theme, just type in 12 Monkeys movie theme and listen to that shit. That'll make anybody's hair stand up a little bit. It's creepy. Um, the next one, yes, I know he's like in a whole bunch of fucking shit right now because of obviously he probably did some, I don't know. I, you know, I'd like to say no, but you know, you really can't. But like Marilyn Manson, he's in a whole bunch of fucking shit right now. And it's like, well, bud, you know, I don't know if this is true. I can't say, I, you know, I didn't see it coming a little bit. Like, you know, not anything on the women or anything, but it's like, God, dude, you know, I, I can't really you know, say, oh, I, I, I couldn't imagine him doing anything like that because Jesus, it's Marilyn Manson, dude. But the hands of small children, listen to that fucking song. That is a creepy ass fucking song, but it's cool. And I just, I like weird art, man. And that is a, that is the, the definition of weird art. Uh, and then the, the last one, I think the greatest Halloween song of all time is black Sabbath, black Sabbath. And, Black Sabbath, that song is just, it's eerie, but it's, it's, a, it's a rock song, but it's just like, if you think about it, the time and place that it came out in like the fucking like late 60s, early 70s or something, people didn't know what to do, what to do with that, you know, and, and it's just, it's crazy. Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. 
So that is my top 10 Halloween songs that I like. What are yours? I'm going to put them all in playlists underneath. You can go listen to them if you want. Um, But yeah, so thanks for listening. Snurbage, the podcast. Uh, Hey, check us out on Twitter. We're on Twitter and like I have like zero followers. So like, hey, check us out on Twitter and shit. Uh, I got to make sure I remember the name just right here. Uh, At Snurbage420. S-N-E-R-B-I-D-G-E 420. At Snurbage420. Like the word Snurbage does not exist. Like I'm pretty sure that the person that I know that, that used that word was the first and only person to ever use that word. Because yeah, I'm really easy to find with this. Snurbage. Snurbage. Oh, I have five followers, but they're all like, one of them one of them is a podcast of a friend of mine's which is awesome his and hers podcast horror podcast and it's awesome and they've like been recognized by like true like you know people in the genre and stuff and i'm just i'm really proud of you guys i'm really proud of you guys tia and david his and hers horror podcast at h2 horror cast yeah H2 horror cast. It's hard for me to say. The Rurger. The Rurger. Uh, so, yeah, we are on Twitter, the tweeter at Snurbage420. We also have a Facebook page, too. So, you know, Snurbage. It's it, not, there's nothing else named that. So, you just type in Snurbage and you'll find us. We're on all like these streaming platforms, and every time I try to name them all, they just add more. So I'm on Anchor. That's where I that's where I anchor my podcast is on Anchor. Okay. But then it it cycles it out to Spotify and iTunes and Google Podcasts and all these different ones that I've never even heard of before. And I have people in the Philippines listening. And so, hey, people in the Philippines, what's up? You know, hope you're in a country, I don't know, hope your country is okay with you guys smoking weed. You don't get your, like, hands chopped off or something if you smoke a little, little snurbage. So, yeah, you guys have a good day. Snurbage the podcast. Thank you, Sheldon Starr, um, for the, and his, his information's below. He is a graphic designer that made my graphic for me. Um, and, uh. So yeah, thanks Sheldon Stars. Thanks to Young Stone uh, for the theme music to Snurbage the podcast. And you want to know what? If you are an artist and you want to create something, you want me to to play a snippet of something of yours on my show, I would be happy to do that for you. I would be happy to plug, you know, other people's art and and you know really. You know, help each other out, man, you know, so if you, you know, have a little snippet of something or, you know, you want me to, you know, uh, you, you want to like, you know, even make me a, a, a theme song for Snurbage the podcast, you know, it's be like a weeds thing. Everybody can, you know, I can have a whole bunch of different bands doing the intros, man. Be fucking awesome. But yeah, Snurbage the podcast, you guys have a happy Halloween. I probably won't speak with you guys until after that so um have happy halloween safe halloween um you know let's let's everybody just act appropriately you know but have fun and let's you know let's get spooky with it and if you know me you know me personally and stuff like that and you know you know like where my house is and stuff uh on halloween i always put speakers in the window and and blare songs like i just fucking put on there out my windows like creepy creepy sounds and stuff like that out my windows my dad used to do that when i was a kid so yeah it's awesome we don't have a lot of decorations because everybody fucking bought them all before i did so uh yeah it's just gonna be spooky ass music and hopefully uh i can hand out some candy this year so you guys have a wonderful halloween cheers boogie boogie woogie Woogie, 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 woo. Happy Halloween, everybody. I will talk to you next time. Snurbage, the podcast. Have a good day.
Nah, I've been smoking. You've been smoking. We've been smoking all day. I be smoking. You've been smoking. We've been smoking all day. You be smoking. She be smoking. He be smoking all day. Blowing kush. It ain't face from overseas to the USA. I got that blueberry, raspberry, and we keep that juicy fruit. If you want that five-hour level.